0: All right, welcome to another episode of Tea Time at PhysioX. Today we have Merrill. Merrill, how do I say your last name? Cushman. 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 Meryl Cushman, so Meryl and I met when I went to your uh, Wim Hof Fundamentals class. Mm-hmm. Now, personally, I've had experience with Wim Hof uh, breathing and the cold plunges. And back in California, buddy invited me over, and that was my first time experiencing it. And I just remember how good it felt afterwards. And they just kind of a little more and more popular. And mm. I've been kind of looking for Wim Hof instructors around the area and, and you, can, you just kind of showed up on my feed. <laughs> so, and now we're connected. And I remember you have a very interesting story of even how you got into yep. Wim Hof. Why don't you just share with the audience, like, first of all, what is Wim Hof? how did you get into it? Why and why are you still doing it?
1: Yeah, well, i like to even say first, it's been a beautiful connection hanging out with you outside of the workshop and getting to know you more. You're such an incredible person. And yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. How I got into Wim Hof. So I grew up locally in the Boston area. And growing up, I was just your regular kid, wanting to be outside, explore the world, adventure seeking. And me particularly, though, I was fascinated with the hero's journey through going through mythology and movies like Sparta and The Gladiator and Star Wars. And, like, could I be my own hero someday? Could I go on this major quest of the story? I was always very curious with that. And on top of that, I was drawn to nature, drawn to the most beautiful places on the planet and wanting to experience life in the fullest manner of that, being in awe. And, yeah, so that laid the framework of, like, things I was really interested in and drawn to naturally. And on top of this, I grew up in a really... Beautiful home, um, grew up in the woods, and my parents are awesome. They instilled so many good values in me, hard work ethic, etc. But it was really hard for us. It was really a dysfunctional environment to be in. Lots of, you know, tension, lots of um, drama, and I just felt like 365 days a year, it was a feeling of when I went home, it was a place where it was hard to relax. So I think growing up. Keep in mind, I'm a kid, and when you're a kid, you're just a sponge to your environment.
0: When you said a kid, are you talking yeah. about like, when you're like, all the way from when you're like five and up, or do you mean like more teenage years? I
1: would, yeah, from time I can remember, it was. Okay, for, okay. Yeah, um, and it was crazy because when I went to my parents' house, like my friend's house, and I was like, whoa, this is like a normal family. (laughs) Like, you know?
0: Oh, you didn't know what like a normal family dynamic looks like until you kind of experienced it at your friend's house, right? Yeah,
1: and maybe like I did have a normal dynamic, but I'm just talking about in terms of just like, everyone's happy, everything's all good. And yeah, like for instance, imagine you're playing Xbox with your friends and you're in a party. So you got the mic on and everyone's talking the moment I heard my dad start to walk upstairs, I immediately muted myself or I had to grab my mic because I knew it was just about to erupt into all this chaos. So the point is, is growing up, I never formed a good relationship with stress or my emotions. It's really easy and I think it's a natural mechanism in our psychology and biology to avoid stress. It's a survival tactic. So. Whenever that would happen, I would close myself off, I'd try to distract myself or go outside. So when I started growing up, now going into high school, and I had these bigger responsibilities being the captain of these teams, or I felt like I wanted to go and practice or play professionally in soccer and pursue that in college, when I would be in these high intense situations, I went into complete fight or flight i couldn't focus i would even have panic attacks at times Mm. so this and then having experiences where in high school i was walking down the hallway and i'd have like my crush girl tell me meryl do you ever smile and thinking like am i really happy and and so forth so when i I reached a point where i was looking to go into university into uni as they say in australia (laughs) And when I went to go to uni, (laughs) I went to go to in Tampa, which was a different area of the world. Um, And Florida allowed me to get outside my new environment in Boston, away from my family and allowed me to get in touch with myself. At that which point I was able to dive into meditation. So I was always into the hero's journey and I heard and I would hear people like Bruce Lee or Kobe Bryant like meditation. So good for you. And I'm like, I want to be like my own hero. So let me try that. And I remember committing to it for the first three months, which at this point was about when I was 20 years old. And I felt so calm. I felt so present. It was so unfamiliar, though. You know, if I've been practicing feeling stressed and not confident and insecure, you know, I was like, this is new to me, but I love it. And so around that time, I started getting some momentum and I ended up getting a girlfriend. ended up having the best friends I could ask for and just felt really happy and then that's when COVID hit mm-hmm. so COVID was um, a, a gift but also a curse for many people around the world it asked us to, to completely just forget everything we know and just go inside we, everyone I felt like had to deal with themselves on some level and when that happened I was still in that zen kind of dojo mindset in Tampa. But after a month in April of 2020, I decided I had to go back home to Massachusetts. And I was determined to not allow my environment, meaning my the chaos at home, to really get to me. I felt like I reached a point where I could overcome it. Soon I learned after the months went by, May, June, July, old habits and habitual thinking behavior started coming up.
0: Right. So all the stuff you were working on just starting to kind of creep back in once yes. you went back into Boston. Okay.
1: Exactly. Yep. And it was really good feedback for myself because when I look back at it now, there's a difference between being the philosopher, knowing things intellectually and, you know, being that guy at work like, yo, you should forgive her, <laughs> you know, but to live it is is totally different. And I'm still doing my best to truly understand what that means to embody these principles. But Anyways, so yeah, I got to a point where all these old habits started coming up. And then one thing out of another, my girlfriend broke up with me. I had this financial stressor with still paying my apartment back in Tampa, was getting to meet and that created a lot of unworthiness. And then, yeah, all the stress just piled up with my parents again and boom, like the deepest amount of mental health I've ever been in, you know, not feeling the motivation to wake up sleeping in, um, always overthinking, overanalyzing. I was even looking at the parts of myself that I used to like and judging myself for it. Like, you think you're this hero, this life coach you want to be at the time. Who do you think you are? All these things that came up. And it was during those dark days where I really, like, I I really connected to people that were really depressed and anxious, like, if you're going through something right now, just know that there's people around you, there's resources around you that you can find that can really take you to the next level, and it takes a level of courage and inspiration to do that, and mine was in the form of Wim Hof, so this is where Wim Hof comes in, so it was a summer night, about five months into this, like, hell hole, it felt like, and I went to go smoke a joint down the Cape, Cape Cod, which is like the arm of Massachusetts where all the beaches yeah. are. And I used this to just escape my reality. So I at the joint, looked up at the stars, I was like, here we go again, let's just go to my room. And the YouTube algorithm brought me to this man named Wim Hof. For those who don't know, he's called the Iceman. He set all these records through his incredible feats of athleticism and doing things that no man that we know of has been able to do longest ice bath half marathon in the desert marathon above the polar circle with no shoes you know all these insane things and and through this though he had a mission to really help the world through his method which is based on three things the breath cold exposure gradual, gradual cold exposure and mindset and these three pillars together make the Wim Hof method which have generated all these incredible studies and research on the power of this, which brings us to about 2010, 2020, where Wim Hof was able to produce all these significant results in his breathing technique, which has shown to decrease <clears throat> uh, the inflammatory response of the body and increase the immune system, mental health, lowers anxiety, increases focus with the cold, strengthening the immune system, being our, a stress that allows us to be more resilient x y and z so when i found this guy all i knew was this guy is doing incredible things and he's got so much life within him you know you you see people in life and their presence alone lights you up they're almost like walking examples of joy i'm like yo like what do you got i want that and i found out that through this method one of the things it helps with is depression so i was like what do i have to do I downloaded the, the Wim Hof app, did the breathing, and first time in months, I felt calm. I actually looked forward to going to the beach the next day. And it, sh- it really put me back. I was like, this only took me 15 minutes. And I'm not even on to doing the cold showers yet, which can help you in so many ways. So that led me down this lens of like, health is in my hands, and Eventually I became just addicted to it like every morning. I would commit to the doing the breathing doing the cold and it gave me the discipline and The energy to try things. I never always wanted to I even doubled down on my meditation practice and it became this obsession of how much can I heal myself and It got to a point where I ended up getting a new job moved back up here doubled my income I met friends that I'll be friends for life now. I got into the best shape of my life, and I'm still healing. Like I feel like every day I'm getting, I'm feeling even more joy for life. And yeah, the journey never ends. And yeah, now I'm at this point where, you know, six, six, seven months ago, I got certified as an instructor so I could share this, and it's been just exceptional. Just Showing people through the Wim Hop method, which is just one lens. There's so many different practices. But through his lens, how we know non-speculatory with empirical d- data, this can help you if you decide to dive into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just a message for the change, and I fuck, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, love it, man. So you, got, so you love it so much. You went ahead and you got the certification to Mm -hmm. be a Wim Hof instructor, Mm -hmm. right? So, tell me a little bit about that process. Like, what's it take to become like a Wim Hof instructor?
1: Wow, that's a good question, i never asked that before. Well, number one is just understanding, you go through the academy, the Wim Hof Academy, which is a video course, and it's really taking this practice of going into the cold, doing the breathing, using the mindset to be disciplined in not only your practice but everyday life and turning that into how can I teach this so for me it was how can I put my position now I can use my knowledge and empower other people with it so I started learning about different ways people retain information how to engage people in a a lesson or work workshop and And from there, it was all about also learning the science. The thing about the Wim Hof Method that uh, maybe you can, let's take yoga, for instance. Yoga, like, I'm not a teacher, but what was interesting about me about Wim Hof is like, we have all this science on it that you have to know. Where like yoga, their thing is like, you gotta know all the stances and know the, the positions for us, it was like, there's no other thing out there right now that has all this data on it. So making sure I got a grip on the studies, how to read a study, and how to say that in a way that people can understand it. Because science can get people to like not even focus. So like that's way over my head. So how can I make that in a simple manner? And the journey to this was also one that was actually very spiritual. So through going through the Academy it was instead of you doing it in like a three month span which some people got certified within three months I was one of the ones that I from November to May I was in this Wim Hof cave and I was really retaining the information I was taking longer ice baths than I've ever had before I was pushing myself physically mentally in life I was doing the Wim Hof breathing on a different lens where I was using it for visualization, so I I was trying to see like, what else can I do with this? It's not just about breathing and letting go and feeling better. Like, how can I use this as alchemy in my life? And it led me to have all these new business ideas and think greater for myself. And I think it's with anything in life that you want to go for, it's who were, we're becoming. And the journey to becoming a Wim Hof instructor required me to be. More professional, more disciplined, open my heart more. Uh, My heart was so closed for so long, and for me to want to express myself fully, like it required me to like feel love and joy more. Sounds corny, but it's so true. And Mm -hmm. well, I think
0: as part of being a Wim Hof instructor, like you can't just come on to a place and just spit off what you're gonna spit off, right? There is a certain energy that you gotta have because the people in front of you who you're guiding this practice with, you gotta sort of share this energy together in this one place, in this one room. And I remember when I was practicing uh, Wim Hof that that one time, there was a bunch of people inside a room and we're all lying down and we're all doing the We're doing it for a while and at some point, I remember distinctly that all of our breath was synced up together. And I couldn't describe the feeling, but it seems like the way I was breathing was almost automatically. And I didn't have to think about it because it was mm. just within, like you know how birds kind of fly together and it's effortless for them? Yep. It seems that way, but for, for human beings, if you, if you could understand that. Yep. Now, and when we get into the, the pause breath, so in Wim Hof, they have you breathe, and then at some point you might stop breathing, and just hold that. Normally what you would do is, oh my God, I gotta breathe. But we were all able to do it for minutes. I just, you didn't hear anything, just silent. Everyone (laughs) was just a little bit of nice background music, but everyone was just silent. And yeah, that was just a magical experience. And I think having the right instructor there was important. Just being able to not just say, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. But there, there is more to it than just spoken words.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I think, what you, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like going through that certification process, you have found kind of like your, your inner self a little bit more.
1: Definitely. That you're
0: able to express that in a way that other people can resonate with. And of course, there's a skill set of being able to explain things in simple terms, which is important. I mean, this is what we do as well. Right. We have a lot of science behind how the body works, but we need to explain it to you in a way that you just understand immediately, and it's almost common sense at this point.
1: Totally. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
0: So, uh, love that journey. Now, you also traveled a bunch too. I did. So, weren't were you gone for like six weeks or something?
1: Um, where, where were you? Well, if you look at like last year alone, I, I used to work for a travel company, and through, the, through one of their tours, I was able to take a World War II tour of Europe, which brought me through five different countries, England, France, um, Belgium, Austria. Yeah.
0: Was this after you done the Wim Hof yes. certification? Yes, so
1: this was in June, and two weeks prior to that, I went to Spain for my Wim Hof certification, and I also went to Portugal, and I met with my mentor Danny Silva, who was one of the first Wim Hof instructors. He also was mentoring me at this time. And then in March of, of this year as well, I went to Thailand. And where I, I went to Thailand, I went to this island called Koos Samui, um, and I went to this mindset retreat with Tim Hahn, who is a world renowned life coach and speaker. Think like Tony Robbins, like if Tony Robbins is like Kobe Bryant, I would say Tim Hahn is like an all star. Like he's he's right there. He's exceptional. And man, traveling is is amazing man and if you can travel with the right intention it is just blossoms into this incredible thing i also went to germany and austria slovenia recently with my friend that was for two weeks so did after
0: going through the wim Hof experience did that change the way that you experience your travel
1: definitely definitely because now when i travel it's how can I surround myself with like-minded people, people that for me I value health, I value um, experiences. So when I went to the Wim Hof Academy, I met 31 people from 31 different countries that all valued living good, exercising, eating right, and we would have these engaging conversations where my lifestyle didn't steer away from despite where I was traveling. Because usually when you think of travel, you think of like staying in a hotel and drinking and eating all this good food but like your, your, your habits that make you great kind of dwindled down mm. so I learned to travel in a way that still valued my potential and what I was here to do but also having fun mm. and meeting meeting different um, people with different ways of living and cultures um, that can introduce you to a different way of life uh, of course
0: I think finding something powerful like like Wim Hof and just understanding yourself a bit better i think you naturally become more curious about other humans in general yeah because you start to if you understand yourself as this human being who have this whole you know distinctive life and all the decisions you make and all the stuff it's just so interesting and you look at someone else like man they have a similar type of experience but completely different mm. and i feel like it just allows you to be able to connect with someone just so much more.
1: It does. Yeah. I think, I think ultimately when we wash away the stick, we, we pull the sticks and the weeds out of our river that don't allow us to be ourselves fully, the Wim Hof Method is like a, a nice cleanse mm. every day for you to just get out all of your BS so you can be yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think when you feel good and you feel confident that the Wim Hof Method can promote, <laughs> Yeah, you're going to talk to people like that and and maybe even be have that tourist outlook on your everyday life. How can mm. I be a tourist in mm. that exploratory um, philosophy when right. I'm here in Boston? And- right,
0: how do you bring that same like wonder and curiosity when you're traveling to a new place? How can you bring a little bit of that back into your regular old life? Totally. Even for things that you, you experience thousands of times a day, it's like, can I look at this from a different angle that Absolutely. allows me
1: to kind of enjoy it a little bit, yeah. little bit more. And I think something that Wim just being himself preaches is play. Mm. How can we play in our life to bring out more joy? You know, yeah, we, we are adults and, and we have all responsibilities, but life is a beautiful dance. Life is a beautiful gift and if you can find ways to play in your day, which for me is like, man, I love listening to music when I make my coffee, when I'm in the shower. Um, if I'm driving, sure, I'll listen to a podcast or something, but man, there's something to do with your letting your spirit out mm-hmm. and finding ways in that where you can allow that to happen because that allows the brain to think more in more creative ways. When you're having fun and you're joyous, you're not in low beta, Brainwaves, which is like, you know, you're very narrow focused. When we're in a state where we're relaxed, like you were saying, how this place allows us to relax and heal, when we're in that that manner, you'll have more business ideas. You'll feel that inclination to call that person that maybe then leads to another opportunity. And it's within us every day. You know, I was listening to this woman who. I forget what she healed herself from, but the core of her practice was using gratitude to boost her immune system. And she had vertigo, which is like, and mm-hmm. she had like double vision. And she was like, well, if I downregulated myself potentially by my thoughts alone through fight or flight, can I upregulate my genes, and my proteins through the same mindset, but through living in joy and happiness? So she made an experiment to feel more gratitude. And she was like, wow this pillow is so soft i'm so grateful wow i see two trees instead of one Mm. and (laughs) fair enough she went to her doctors the next day or three months later and it showed them the blood samples that she had improved her immune system she wasn't having bleeding from a certain area that she struggled with for years and he was like what are you doing keep it up so Yeah, I think I say that because the Wim Hof Method and all these things are really trying to get us back to our own inner nature, Mm -hmm. which is to be happy, to be healthy, and to be strong. Mm -hmm.
0: No, I love all of that. And, I mean, the words we tell ourselves, the conversations we have with ourselves definitely plays a big role in how we feel physically, mentally. Mm. Like, you know, we deal with injuries here all the time. And when someone walks in the door and they say, man, my back's always going to hurt it just because I'm old and just something I have to deal with. Well, that type of language already closed the door for the possibility that you can heal. Now, am I, am I saying every single disease can be healed because of the mind? No, I'm not saying that. Totally. The it's not fair. There's going to be people who just going to have a place in the circumstances that's just unfair, you know? But there's a lot out there that can be done, like the example that you just, you just uh, talked about right there. Right. And we can think of probably a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And just when I, when I met you, I feel like y- having known like the Wemhoff method and having met you, it, it just seemed like you were just more present. <laughs> it feels like you were just kind of operating at a higher vibration. Right? And I think that's kind of the reason why I was attracted to you and brought you over here to talk about this. Cool. Now, something I know a lot of people need right now mm. is to be more present, right? Mm. But also take away stress. Mm. Or at least, maybe not take away stress, but have strategies that they can deal with stress much better. And I know the Wim Hof Method can be helpful for that. So why don't you tell me a little bit about just kind of that segment of it, how it relates to, to stress and stress management.
1: Absolutely. So, well, as my friend Jordan told me one time, you get better or you practice. So first of all, if you get really good at practicing being stressed out and you feed that, those same neurological connections, you're gonna get really good at being stressed out. But if you make that intention in daily practice to know, you know what? I'm gonna do things that allow me to feel calm, that practices that get me into that framework, that eventually the mind and body get to a place where it's who you are. And I think what's good about the Wim Hof Method is the breathing, we, we know for sure, when you do the breathing, it activates this part of the brain called the perioctal gray area. And this has to do with self-reflection, focus and well-being. So if you were to do this, let's say five days a week, if you were to do this every, like five days a week for three months, do you think that you'd probably feel more focused or happy mm-hmm. and, and, and present, right? The body would have to, right, if you did that. Now, with the cold, the cold, I used to take Adderall sometimes for my focus and my anxiety which naturally actually got me calm because it like, I guess it allowed my interpretation of it when I would take it, everything got super focused and I was actually be present. But what if there was something naturally within ourselves that when activated could allow those same same hormones and neurotransmitters to be activated? Well, that's where the cold comes in. So couple the breathing with what we just said about that with the mental health benefits, couple that with going into the cold, which from a mental health standpoint, activates noradrenaline and epinephrine, which are the same neurotransmitters and hormones that adderall uses we get that from going in the cold Mm -hmm. now do that five days a week you're doing some breathing cold showers all of which could take maybe 20 minutes for your day for your for your day right in the morning do that for three months straight your body and your mind will change <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's whether or not you want to keep believing in the past or you fall in love with the future mm-hmm. and yes
0: so it sounds like the, i mean the wim hof method is almost like a like you're forcing yourself physically to change mentally because when we're doing a wim hof method i'm just gonna kind of let people know like what it entails they don't know the exact uh like seconds or whatever it is but it's more it's kind of like this you go mm. am i yep i got that right so in a way to, to, the way that you breathe is that like you have no choice but to be conscious of it yeah it's that not too because it's not like because there's a rhythm that you need to keep up with yep and then what i love the most is that time when you let go and you just stop Right. And you get that silent, you get that just kind of pause, that peace. Yep. It's like the, uh, well, it, it is the in-between breath. hmm Right? And that is, for me, is my favorite part. Right on. just a, just so calm, just so like, man, I don't know. Something about not breathing feels great.
1: Absolutely. And going back to the point, the main question, which you reminded me of, what's like, how do you stay present? Well, if you... If you're putting your your body and your mind because they're connected, every day exposing it to things that are going to make it feel good, that will come into your daily life. And specifically with that breathing too, that breathing is going from a, a, uh, a slight fight-or-flight sympathetic drive with the, right, it, you're kind of boosting up some adrenaline there to then not breathing at all, which is a parasympathetic. So, you're teaching your body to go from up to down. And you're teaching your body to upregulate and then to downregulate. Which, how many times in our life are we exposed to environmental factors or stress that upregulate us and then we stay upregulated for the whole day? Upregulated meaning stressed out, which it's important for us to be able to handle stress, but it's not healthy for us to stay in that stress. And that's why the Wim Hof is great because it can get you back into feeling good and present because you've been practicing it every morning or night so Mm -hmm. you're gonna get better at it (laughs) so
0: it's kind of like like you have situations in which it will spike your adrenaline like oh my god someone had a bad interaction with someone or you know even being in traffic or whatever it is and it spikes but for so many of us when it spikes it just it just stays like that for hours right yes so it sounds like what you're trying to say is when you do the wim hof method where you're constantly going into a high state and then come back to a low state and high state to go back to a low state your nervous system kind of remembers that and it's like, oh i'm in a high state but guess what i remember i used to do this thing where i come all the way back down right. in a rel- relatively short amount of time so it would automatically kind of take that nice little die for you when you come into situations where you're we elevate it absolutely, I love it because the nervous system is so smart. I mean, it's very smart. It's one of the things, it's one of the biggest things we consider when it comes to rehab. Here, it's like mm. if we can feed the body what it needs, it has a way to heal itself, it has a way to come back down to a normal state of being. And Wim Hof seems like just a nice tool to feed the body in order for it to work optimally,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And couple that with the cold, right? The cold is. If you go in for two to three minutes, which I recommend, if you're just starting, I recommend starting at 15 seconds every week, working up by 15 seconds more. So 15, 30, 40. Point is, is going into the cold for two minutes. You, if you just look at resilience alone, your body is responding to the stress in a healthy way in a safe amount of time, just going for two minutes. Cause if you go in for 10 minutes plus, you're now talking, you could get hyperthermic but in a safe amount, we can train our body to go into it, be able to stay calm in that, and then we get out, and we're like, oh, we're okay. Oh, wow, that was not bad as I thought. Mm -hmm. So what's gonna happen when, in my case, you almost get into a car accident, and your body is responding as it should, I'm focused, I'm kind of up, and then, oh, I find myself naturally be able to relax after 10 seconds without having to really think about it. I've been able to train my nervous system, and still am, to be, yeah, chill. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I mean that's what attracted myself back into Wim Hof, because I've gone through a period of stressful times and I needed a way to kind of down-regulate myself. And I remember having this experience and how helpful it was. So I, you know, I did a couple more co plunges with you, both times actually. And I remember going in there and initially, before going in, you're like, "Shit, I want to do this right now." Like, it's gonna suck you know you get all these <laughs> thoughts you know just coming in here and then there's something about just going right in and not like tippy toe way in but i'm just like just go right in there Whoosh. the initial shock comes in and your body's trying to react but i'm going no i'm not gonna let it win i'm just gonna mm, just take my slow breath there inhale exhale and honestly after like a minute it came kind of easy like I could have stayed in there for three minutes four minutes but there was a point I think I did like a lot longer one time and like I started to quiver and I was like man maybe it's a good time to kind of get out because you still got to listen to your body because your mind can kind of mess you up sometimes you're like overdoing the fortitude that your body's physically able to sustain absolutely but uh yeah I think I think it's wonderful yep that, that cold plunge is great and I think honestly it's way better after you do the breathing like I've done it both ways I went in there no breathing and went in there after the breathing I think it's a totally different experience I think there's something about the breathing that comes beforehand that just allows you to go in there much more calmly
1: yeah um, it's exactly and I think with the breath as you talked about it gets you, you f- I mean you felt it you feel super calm and chill after but also we've, we've shown in some studies that the Wim Hof method may be able to produce endocannabinoids and pain relievers from the breathing method. So imagine going into the cold after you do some breathing, your ability to, to handle pain and stress is gonna be probably a lot higher. So that's why going into the cold would be a lot easier. Um, so yeah, it makes sense why you felt like you're able to, it, would be, it was gonna be easier for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, it makes, it makes more sense now. Something I want to kind of touch on is there was, there was a study with Wim in which they injected a, was it a bacteria or, or something? Yep. That naturally your body would fight back against and, you know, make you feel nauseous, you know, all these ill effects. And what they found was after, after doing the Wim Hof Method, I don't know how, I don't know the exact numbers of weeks that they've done it for, but they had actually saw that the people who practice Wim Hof Method did not react nearly the same way is almost they did not react to that which that was published in the, the scientific journals and i thought wow yeah. there, there is some powerful thing having to do with this method
1: absolutely yeah um, yeah so basically the study was uh, so in 2012 the radbout institute in the netherlands was saying hey w- when we've injected over 100 other participants with this endotoxin-dead bacteria, it's like an E. coli virus, and all of them responded the same, which is nausea, you know, vomiting, not feeling good, which is normal. The nervous system, the immune system is going to respond, and it's going to, it's going to suck, but you're going to heal after a while. But Wim was like, no, you know what, I think that with my breathing technique, because I don't get sick, I feel like I can fight this off, and they're like, all right, let's do this." So Wim was injected into it, he was doing his his breathing and for the first 10 minutes he reported having a slight small headache but after that all symptoms recited and he felt perfectly normal. And what was cool though is they took the blood samples and I found that he was producing more white blood cells and natural killer cells through the breathing, through the increase in cortisol which in short uh, short amounts is an anti-inflammatory agent, more or less. So through his breathing, he, through what he said and through the blood, was able to fight off the disease, which was, this is incredible. Like we were able to get tapped into a part of our nervous system that was thought to be untouchable. And then, as you mentioned, he ended up training men in the method and after 10 days they came back did the same test same thing happened first 10 minutes or so slight headache and then boom back to normal this is a e coli virus that is said to be extremely horrible nauseating vomiting and these guys are back at it like it's nothing and this has to formed the discussion of, with our breath, what are we capable of? You mentioned the body's ability to heal. I was talking to an oxygen advantage coach yesterday about nasal breathing, and which I'm still learning more about. Because the idea is, how can we take this tool, the Wim Hof Method, and bring it into our daily life even more? Which, one of the pillars is breath. And it's so interesting to find out the power of our breath beyond just doing a practice, and what if we, on an everyday basis, were able to breathe more optimally, and what could that present to our lives? Um, so, yeah, it's really incredible, and that's just one study that Wim has done that it really stands out to me, of course. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that was a magnificent study, and it just kind of changes everything, because before, like, yeah, any anecdotes and all that, but now they have, put it to the test, and he's able to repeat this for other people, Right. I think that's huge for the community, and I think that's what really brought Wim Hof much closer to the forefront of what we're seeing, what we're seeing now. Uh, another story that, that really caught my attention, I was at your workshop, and there was a clip that you showed. I forgot the, the guy's name, older gentleman, but Doug. he was... Doug, and you know Doug personally. I know Doug. Yeah, you met that Doug person. <laughs> Doug's the man. And he was diagnosed with Guillain-Barre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those who know, he's auto, autoimmune. Yep, and it, it just kind of paralyzes you. You know, there's, you don't move around. <laughs> yeah. And he found a Wim Hof method, and through that, he was able to make a recovery. Is that is that, was that the story?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was able to reverse his symptoms, and from going completely couch ridden, bed ridden, within five months, he was back to normal.
0: Now, I don't know details, was he, was he also taking some some drugs to help with that at the same time? Um,
1: I can't in, recall. In conjunction? Um, but he was definitely he was definitely in the hospital. I remember he was trying to do as best he can to try to change something, but nothing was changing. Right. And that's when his son presented the Wim Hof method to him. Right, because I know that's not like something you take a pill
0: and you're going to get better. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a loaded process to, the, to that. Mm. And if something like Breathing for the Wim Hof method can help. In like, cold uh, with, exposure, yeah. yeah, when cold exposure, with something as violent as guillotine, yeah, I can't imagine the benefits that, like, a normal person who's just dealing with some stress, how um, impact that, how
1: much impact that can have. Can you take, can you take me and the listeners through, like, that condition if you know about it, like, what what's actually happening to the body in that?
0: So I don't. I remember I knew a lot more. Yeah. This is a condition that we have to study to in order to pass a board exam. Okay. But I'll be honest, I have not come into contact with anyone with Gamber so I can't really tell you much information. Oh. It just kind of escaped me. Yeah, from what I years. remember
1: actually, I think so what happens, it's a chronic inflammatory disease. So chronic inflammation is when the immune system doesn't know the difference between a healthy um, pathogen or an invading pathogen in our body. So it starts to fight itself. And all this right. is what creates like chronic inflammation, which is bad. And I think his condition was the, the, the it was something with like the spine, the... the yeah, well,
0: the listeners can also true, kind true. of research that out. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, exactly. But point is,
1: he was able to reverse his symptoms and you see in the video of Doug, now he's doing, he's in his, I think his early 70s now, he bench presses more than he's ever done in his life, he wakes up at 4.35, go works out with his buddy, full of energy. And dude, this guy's presence and, and life force and energy, whatever you want to call it, it's second to none. He's such a beautiful man. And yeah, Wim Hof, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Serious stuff.
0: Great. Right, so, now, so now you're a Wim Hof instructor.
1: So like what, what's next? Like what are you planning to do? Damn. Well, I'm looking to travel the world. I want to inspire people. And get better at storytelling and and create a framework where people if they meet me in life or they see something I make on YouTube or Instagram or whatever they're left feeling more possibility and my intention is to continue get better as a businessman and ultimately I'd like to use this practice Wim Hof method to allow myself to give the energy to make advancements in my athletics my if you want to call it smarter pillar, to get more productive, learn languages. I want to use this energy to keep enhancing my life. I mean, I'm 24, I'm still young, and I'm seeing so many people that are older than me, and they've laid this beautiful foundation of success for me that I'm learning and stepping into as best I can. So just getting better and better as a person, and Mm -hmm. yeah, so that's my goal um, going forward now.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow, you're like, you're 24 and I think you have through the Wim Hof Method and just going through the training, I think you just, your maturity level and your understanding of life and your outlook on life is just very different. Are your peers like that?
1: Uh, I have older parents. Mm -hmm. um, So I don't really know what it is. Oh,
0: your peers, like your friends. Oh, my peers. I do have,
1: sorry, yeah, I do have older friends. Um, But I think it takes, I think what it is, is just self-reflection. I think when you self-reflect on yourself and you make sense of yourself I think you naturally will mature because you're you're taking ownership of who you are you're thinking you're it's almost like a philosopher thinking about their life and you question things like the art of questioning is amazing practice which I think I've just been always been really curious and it's led me to put my attention and focus into areas that I think would better myself so yeah I think that's why like I'm relatively I've been able to grow at like a fast rate and still so much to learn <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So before we started the podcast, I know you were doing some video stuff, you were doing uh, some social media stuff and you're teaching some you're teaching some uh, work workshops as well like. Yeah. So what's like what what's going on in your life right now?
1: Man, I'm just like full of energy right now. I I want to I'm creating so many beautiful things. Uh, besides workshops, if you're in the Boston area, which are like a four-hour fundamentals immersion into the Wim Hof Method, I'm also working on almost done with a really cool program for people individually where you take, we take the Wim Hof Method and other things beyond the method that I've learned in my life that can enhance you in your life professionally, relationships, business, Athletics. Everything that I've learned is being poured out into this. And what I'm also excited to do is I'm gonna start to have people, people to live with me. So I think what's really cool about retreats is retreats offer this place where you get to like learn things in real time in physical physicality. But imagine being able to live with someone that eats good food, moves their body, does things that enhance their life, and you can mastermind. You can work on their business together. So I'm currently working on a program that allows that too, where imagine staying with me and I'm making you the best coffee in the world or tea if you like that, eating good food. We go to the gym together. We work on your business and you feel better. So I'm passionate about that. And then yeah, with videography and storytelling, that's something that I'm looking to get better at in terms of my social media and with my video creation on YouTube so when i i'm going on my van when i'm in my van in the future this summer i can create a captivating story that inspires you guys to live life to the fullest mm-hmm. so that's kind of what i'm working on now and yeah it's been really fun
0: Oh. love it man bright future ahead you're so young you have plenty of time and i love that you're thinking about what's next in the next I don't know how far you're thinking, it looks like it's at least five years down the road that you're thinking, because this is not a short-term a type of plan to be able to accomplish all these things, to have a retreat, things like that. I mean, I, I, will, I will check out your retreat, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's almost like, basically, even beyond a retreat, it's like a one-on-one experience with just me. Like, imagine right. living with me. <laughs> 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 like, that's really what it is, along with, like, yeah, man, it's so cool. Um...
0: I remember my buddy lived with me one time during when I was in grad school. One roommate left, and he lived with me for three months. So he just ate what I ate, went to the gym when I went to the gym, woke up when I woke up. You lost, like, 30 pounds. You
1: lost. There you go. (laughs) See? See
0: how valuable it is? So the idea is there, man. Yeah. It's definitely, like, a viable idea. If someone – because he had no choice. It's like – he, we're eating chicken breast we're eating salmon some veggies some rice right. what, what's what's for lunch a sandwich <laughs> right like is there? and he goes into my cabinet and he's like, hey i'm trying to look for some snacks and i'm like there's no snacks <laughs> 100%, i know right <laughs> it's just the way it's just the way it is what we're doing now we're going to be cleaning <laughs> right yeah take care of your environment yeah, yeah. cool man so if people want to connect with you they want to they want to find you where, where can they find you
1: so if you look up Cushman Expedition on Instagram or YouTube, that's where some of my like content is and videos, super fun. Um, working on a website currently, but if you just look up Cushman Expedition, you'll find me. You can also look up my name, Merrill Cushman, M-E-R-R-I-L-L, Cushman with a C, and I'll be there too. And yeah, um, maybe you'll attract me. Maybe you'll be walking around and you'll see me feel free to say hi yeah give me a hug and it'll tell me that i'm doing good things so yeah
0: cool well thank you so much and this discuss exactly who he is online and offline it's just <laughs> consistent the whole time hey man love your energy thanks for coming on today thanks brother yep
1: and that's it